old-fashioned football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. And don't forget the NFL kicks off this week. It's tomorrow and get ready for the season with 32 NFL team previews from the Sports Gambling Podcast. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NFL previews today. And the free roll football contest is back and better than ever. $5,000 is up for grabs in our NFL contest and $1,500 in our brand new college football contest. Sign up exclusively in our Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Old-fashioned football. You make this deal right now, you pancake-eating mother... All right, deal! Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. Listen, when you hear Paul Stevie playing guitar, you know it's Whiskey Wednesday. You know we're coming at you with fantasy football and bourbon. I am Justin Mark. You can find me on Twitter at jmarkfootball. And before I continue, I got to bring in the star of the show, my co-host. You can find her on Twitter at jmarkswifey. Miranda, how's it going today? It is going great. We are two days out. It is we're recording on Tuesdays. We record on Tuesdays for you lovely people. Football starts in two days. Yeah, by the time you're listening to this, football's tomorrow. Tomorrow. One more sleep. You know how people say just one more sleep till this? Don't sleep. Then you don't have to have any sleeps until it. Just stay <laughs> up. Don't take his advice. Sleep is important. Get your sleep. We're no, all short on sleep. You have to stay up looking at your fantasy roster. Tweaking guys in and out. I'm a tweaker when it comes to that. Are you? Well, yes, but you can also overanalyze to a point. And I do. I absolutely do. <laughs> so our fantasy football drafts are over. Uh, okay. Really, you're going to make me correct you already? Oh, boy. <laughs> it is not too late. For everyone out there who has not drafted yet, it is not too late to draft. Draft your team. You have... Two days, you have one day by the time you're listening to this. And I say this as somebody who just realized today <laughs> that they had to throw a draft, like host a draft. Um, yes. Right. So everybody in our, we call it the fun league, will be drafting Wednesday night at 7 p.m. <laughs> Nothing like a last minute draft. Um, yeah. So every year we have a football fantasy football league with our college friends and it's a way for us to stay in touch see each other have fun um how that league works is the winner every year has to host it the next year i forgot i won it last year who does that (laughs) i just missed out on an entire year of bragging rights 
Who does that? It, she's going to tell you that she has so many championships, she can't <laughs> keep track of them, right? That's how you spin that. I just that. can't even believe that I forgot I won in our <laughs> league. Um, so that's a really, that's my, a huge, like, my bad, you know? Yeah, yeah it's all good, though, because, I mean, the, the the fun thing, it's literally the fun league. So I don't know about you, but I tend to draft a little bit differently in that league because yeah. there's there's a lot, of, there's, there's some no, people there's in there that... There's nothing at stake, just yeah, bragging rights. Right, bragging rights, running the league, and not everybody in the league is super into football mm-hmm. or fantasy football, so... Um, that it, it is fun. It's just fun. Like you said, it's a great way to stay in touch. Fantasy football can bring you all together, bring you back, um, circle round from, you know, your college days. So yeah. But besides that, fantasy football drafts are over there. It's sad. It's not too late. Yeah. It's not too late. <laughs> You're right. It's sad. You know, I love fantasy football, but my favorite part might be the draft. It's fun. The it's prep fun. Like and all everything. All the prep, the research, the planning, the rivalries. I mean, in Madden, my favorite part is building the team, and that's what fantasy football is. You're building your team. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, one day away from football, I am pumped. I hope you're pumped. You got If you're listening to this, you're pumped. We're just going to go ahead and assume you're pumped. You're finally going to see if all your draft prep is going to pay off. Um, yeah. Oh, before we continue, what are we drinking today? We are drinking chicken cock bourbon. <laughs> yes. Um, Miranda went to the store a weekend or so ago, and since I am still not very able to get out and about, she decided to bring me home um, some bourbon, and she saw chicken cock and knew she had to get it. Well, <laughs> listen, okay. <laughs> the bottle really drew me in. It has a very unique, beautiful bottle, honeycomb patterns all over it, chicken right on the bottle, too. Anyway, um, we'll talk more on that later. But yes, we are drinking chicken cock bourbon tonight. Yeah, and check out Miranda's Twitter. Add her at jmarkswifey. There will be a picture of our drinks there as well as the the bottle she was just talking about. So you can go see it for yourself. Um, Before we start, Mer, I had an auction draft on Saturday. This is one of the few that I have that you're not part of for auction drafts. Um, had it this weekend, uh, one of our newer listeners, as we started this, he became a a listener, Tennessee trader. He was new. He's new to the SGP fam. Um, but a listener, Tennessee trader is part of it. Um, there's some SGP and or SGPN guys such as FF bourbon dude. Um, who's gotta be like my brother from another mother. I mean, he likes (laughs) fantasy football. He likes bourbon. Um, Cody. Husker Zeeb, the Husker fan. Uh, we even got a guy from the Mafia, Big Tony. Big Tony's in it. Um, I don't know who Big Tony is, but I asked him. I said, I, I got to ask. Mafia, right? It's got to be Mafia. Uh, <laughs> anyways, a very strange thing happened. We've talked about all these wide receivers, all these players. The top wide receiver went for $47. Can you guess who it was? Well, since you said a very strange thing, um, I'm guessing it's not going to be Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, or Jamar Chase. It maybe was, not even Devontae Adams. It was none of those four. Okay, I'm going to go outside the top ten, Mike Williams. Nope, it was inside the top ten. It was inside ten, the top ten. Yep. Okay, Debo. It was Debo Samuel. It was Debo? I got it right on my... F- oh, <laughs> on I got your, it right already. On your fifth guess? <laughs> <laughs> I got it right on only my fifth guess. No, Debo Samuel, the top um, money grabber for wide receiver, 
And it was just kind of surprising with the question marks around Trey Lance with Debo not going to be a running back again this year. He's been very adamant about he does not want to be a running back. It was just strange to me to see him go as the top wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. It, it was crazy. Everything else was pretty much as you expect. So, yeah, that one definitely threw me. It was it was strange. If you don't mind me asking, like, what did Cooper Cup, if you remember, what did he $46. He was $1 cheaper. $1 under. Okay. Did people spend on Jefferson and Jamar Chase, too? I think they did. I don't remember what they went for, but yeah. It's always interesting when you're in a draft and something surprises you or you weren't anticipating. And, yeah, you start to doubt yourself or it throws your whole draft plan. So Yeah. So uh, before we continue, let's shout out one of our sponsors here. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Perfect for kicking off the NFL season. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Don't forget, Win also has their first quarterback to throw for five touchdown bets. Get in that action today. Who do you think it's going to be? Will it be Josh Allen? It could happen week one right away. Or... Do you like Jameis Winston to repeat and throw five touchdowns? He's back. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subjects change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 201 or older and present. They say where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And the free roll football contests are here. College football contest $1,500 is up for grabs. For the NFL contest, $5,000 and a two-night stay at the Win Las Vegas up for grabs. Man, Miranda, we got to win that one. Sign up exclusively in our Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. We're also brought to you by Elias Sports Bureau. Look, football fans, the NFL season is here. The regular season is finally here. This is not a drill. And as week one kicks off and you get ready to place your bets or lock in your fantasy team, you need to check out the Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy competition for the NFL, NBA, and MLB that has everything you need to get a competitive advantage. You know it's the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, the Elias Sports Bureau. Official statisticians of the U.S. Pro Sports Leagues, including the NFL. Their app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, and Elias key insights from their renowned research team. This app is really your one-stop source for player news and league-validated player stats and team records, expert game analysis for betting, fantasy lineups each week, and showing off your superior sports knowledge to your friends and co-workers. I know I show it off all the time people think i have a big brain ha nope i'm using the elias app and new features are available all the time new features all the time like player injury analysis and player impact reports which can be huge when it comes to betting and fantasy tournaments get the elias app today nfl season's here don't wait download elias game plan app today and right now i have a special offer for you when you subscribe get a 14-day free trial off the monthly subscription plan But you know what? You only get that if you use my promo code SGPN. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store today and use my promo code SGPN. So, Mer, the drafts are done and everybody's thinking, well, now what? Um, Now, during the regular season, we've talked about we're going to do a little looking at who's moving up and down, our market movers, 
Studs that overperformed their expected points, duds that underperformed. Uh, looking at players moving forward in the next week and year-long dynasty purposes, especially in those contract auction leagues. But in preparation yeah. for week one, we're going to take a look at some of our what we're calling our fire starters where you want to start them. They're going to light it up out there. And we're going to take a look at some of the sleepers. We're going to go through each position. Yep. Uh, the starters, the fire starters, these guys will set your line on fire. They will be fire on the field. Now, don't get us wrong. These are obvious names. These are obvious yes. people you're going to start. But we just wanted to throw them out there as guys that, like, don't don't think twice, don't hesitate, throw them in there, and why. So uh, we're going to start with quarterbacks. And I'm going to go ahead and kick it off, if you don't mind. Chivalry's dead, ladies. <laughs> Chivalry's not dead, but I am going to kick it off. Anyways. Mine, my fire starter, Jalen Hurts. Now listen, the Eagles play the Lions, who I know they got Aiden Hutchinson, some new toys, a revamped defense, but I don't think that's coming together week one. Detroit was 31st for points allowed, 29th for total yards, 23rd for passing yards, and 29th against the run last year. Eagles were 1st in rushing, 26th in passing yards, 12th in yards per play, 10th in total points, I know, 26 in passing yards, but I think Hertz takes another step forward, especially with A.J. Brown. Throw him in. I mean, Hertz was obvious, but look at those stats. You're just backing it up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> My fire starter at quarterback is Lamar Jackson. Ravens face the Jets. Probably the only team worse than the Lions. They are the only team worse than the Lions. <laughs> are, <yep. laughs> I don't have to say probably. They are the only team worse than the Lions. Lamar Jackson has an elite rushing floor. Until teams can show that they can stop him, I think he has at l he's going to get you at least 40 to 50 rushing yards a game. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think we need to say much more than that. I mean, it's he's an obvious starter. Yeah, yeah, and I I will say I am a fan of the Jets rookie Sauce Gardner, but there's not stopping Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson. I mean, mm -hmm. those guys are going to be connected for sure. So, all right, now we're each going to do a quarterback sleeper. Um I my quarterback sleeper it's a guy that I don't even really like if I'm being honest Carson Wentz now mm. I think he's kind of everybody's favorite quarterback to be down on and in general I am too but what if he does get a good connection going with Terry McLaurin and they do move the ball down the field and they play well in week one I mean they are playing Jacksonville after all so I mean I could see it happening and you know you know what I'm throwing him in there anyways for Ryan McIntyre, who is my co-host on NFL Gambling Podcast. Check that show out, by the way. Uh, he's a big Commanders fan, even though he won't call them the Commanders. So I'm going to I'm gonna throw <laughs> him in there for him. Uh, he calls them the Commandos, not the Commanders. I have Baker Mayfield as my quarterback sleeper. Justin, I know you remember Oklahoma versus Kansas. <laughs> yep. But for the rest... Of y'all that don't know Oklahoma versus Kansas, the Kansas captains wouldn't shake Baker Mayfield's hands before the game. So there he is after scoring a touchdown, taunting and grabbing his junk. Just, yeah, just taunting Kansas, grabbing his junk multiple times. Saying some choice words, I think. <laughs> so the Panthers face the Browns in week one. What do you think the man who plays with a vengeance is going to do against the team who traded him. The team, the Browns, they traded for Watson during this offseason. 
got his replacement in there, and then they traded him to the Panthers. I think, I mean, I just have this feeling, and I could be wrong, but he plays with that vengeance. I think he's going to want to prove something. I think he's going to want to show up the Browns. How many touchdown passes do you think is the equivalent to grabbing your crotch? <laughs> I'm just curious. Like three or four at least, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so ex- kind of expect that from him. And this is probably worse than not shaking his hand. I mean, Cleveland was his home. That's who drafted him, and mm-hmm. then they trade for yeah, I Watson. Think he wanted to stay in Cleveland, but yeah. yeah. But then they brought on Watson, so and paid Watson a big chunk of money. Mm-hmm. And now Watson's not even playing until Week Twelve. <laughs> And I, he's going to give him the middle finger. Yeah. May, maybe that's the ultimate grab your crotch comeback. The fact that the guy they traded for and paid all the money to now isn't even playing until yes. week 12. <laughs> no, I love that one. That's that's a good one. And, you know, he did not go in many drafts unless they were mm-hmm. deeper or super flex, of course. But 10, 12 team leagues, I didn't see him go. So I like that one a lot. Um, on to our running backs. Miranda, do you want to kick the running backs off? Sure. I mean, this is, again, another obvious one. Um, Christian McCaffrey. For all of you who broke the bank on CMC in your drafts, you better be starting him. If not, why? Why Why did you break your bank? <laughs> why did you spend $70 on him? Um, but, yeah, as you better be starting him. You might only get one week out of him. As long as he's healthy, you better be playing CMC. <laughs> exactly. I mean, use him while you got him. Yes. <laughs> and it might not I mean, I hope you have it. Like, I don't if I have to face you, but <laughs> I'd, I'm not wishing any injury on him at all. Play him while you got him. Yeah, mine's another obvious one, Derrick Henry, but mm-hmm. I've noticed in drafts there's some slight hesitation because of his injury last yes. year. I did. I know I spoke again, like, you know, I was hesitant about it because of the injury. But, yeah, I still kept him because in a league where we didn't have many running backs for going out there in the auction because they were kept. Here's a stat that's going to make you feel better, okay? okay? This is my don't hesitate on Derrick Henry. Okay. Derrick Henry finished ninth in rushing yards last year. He played eight games. He finished ninth. Yes. Playing eight games. Mm -hmm. He even came back for a little bit in the playoffs with Tennessee. I think he's fine or they wouldn't have rushed him back. A guy that finishes ninth in only eight games, (laughs) even if you don't get a full season out of him, you're start. It's like Christian McCaffrey. Use him while you got him. You spend all that money. You don't. I mean, and again, we said these fire starters are going to be obvious, but I think we need to like just drive it home in case you're questioning your yeah. top people maybe you're yeah. in a four-team league and you don't know <laughs> <laughs> all right uh who you got for a sleeper running back i am going with Corderell patterson as my running back sleeper i think he is he's been underrated all draft season he had an adp of 31 for running backs he finished ninth for running backs last season he is still the Falcons starting running back. How does this make sense? Like he dropped, he literally went from ninth to an average draft position of 31. Um, I know that they went from Matt Ryan to Marcus Mariota. There's a lot of people are on different sides of that. Like whether upgrade. that's a good thing or a bad thing. I know you think that's an upgrade. upgrade. <laughs> um but they, I mean, there's been some arguments. Well, they drafted Algaier. Yeah, but he is third on their depth chart right now. This is still 
CP's backfield. Yeah, I agree. That, so I don't understand the slide. I no, really don't. I, I, like, and I don't know if that's just because of the quarterback change, but I know I don't know if I'm getting more biased to it because I just hear you talking about Marcus Mariota all the time. <laughs> um, so we'll see what happens there. But I do feel comfortable saying that he, you could put him in your lineup as an RB two, at least put him in your flex spot. Yeah, and you made excellent case for him. I, I'm just going to add, this is a guy that's played running back, wide receiver, and tight end last year, and kick returner. He does it all. He does it all. Yeah, like <laughs> it. It's um, as the Mikeism would go. It's a no-brainer. He's a very versatile player. <laughs> <laughs> Two Mikeisms in one player. I Did love it. Did you get him in any in any leagues, Justin? <sighs> I, <got laughs> I already him, know this is a sore subject for you. <laughs> I got him in one league. It was interesting because as he slid, it was like the Bo Callahan effect in draft day, where then I would be like. Uh, he's still sliding. I could probably get him next round. He's still sliding. I could, and that bit me in the ass, and I was pissed about it. I will say I have like, um, gosh, I don't know. I think it was like forty five percent exposure in my best ball draft. So I at least have him in best ball um, in just one other league. But yeah, so well. Uh, sorry, Justin. But anyway, this is a great time to give another shout out to some of our sponsors. Listen to me. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage in college and pro football with NFL Red Zone, plus games in 4K at no extra charge. You'll love watching your team in 4K. Over a hundred of channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment. You can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Promo Guys. For all you sports bettors out there, I want to tell you about the best new way to increase your bankroll. It's called PromoGuide.us. At PromoGuide.us, you can get the biggest bonuses from all the best sports books in the country. We're talking $1,000 risk-free deposits, insane odds boosts, and, most importantly, the best analytics in the business, plus tons of free picks as well. PromoGuide.us is your guide to betting smart. Once again, that's PromoGuide.us. And now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know we used it for our listener league. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you could win on Sleeper by playing the new over-under game. Over-under gator... Over-unders integrated into fantasy, the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. Not only can you enter a contest via over-under itself, but you can also do so through your fantasy league's matchup screen. For example, you got Patrick Mahomes as your starting quarterback, and not only do you think you're going to win your fantasy matchup this week, but you're also confident he's going to pass for over 250 yards. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. You just hit a button. It is simple. The main reason I'm excited about over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy that that's the key part there. You can copy your friends picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to write it out together. And not only do they have NFL, but they also have college football player props. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to 
play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Promo code SGP. Again, go to sleeper.com SGP, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, Justin, who do you have as your running back sleeper? I got A.J. Dillon, which I get that he's not really a sleeper because he was drafted a little higher than I expected to begin with, but Devontae Adams is gone. MVS is gone. This Packer team has a lot of unproven wide receivers. They're going to run, and Matt LaFleur has already referred to Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon as a 1A, 1B um, so I think Dylan is going to get enough work to be relevant. He's somebody that I could see, even see putting up RB2 numbers, um, not just a flex. So I like throwing him in no matter where you're able to throw him in, whether that's RB2 or flex. Um, this is just, I mean, we expect the Packers offense, unfortunately, to be good. So they're going to move the ball. And I think Dylan is going to be very involved in that to the point that I think it pulls Aaron Jones down a little bit. But I, I definitely, I really like A.J. Dillon. Um, he, people drafted him as a flex. He could be an RB2. He could be a Kareem Hunt RB2 like the Browns had last year. Absolutely. So for wide receivers, who do you got for your fire starter? Bring in the fire is Mike Williams. The, he is just a stud. I kept him in all the leagues that I drafted him in last year. Um. He has Justin Herbert throwing to him. I also kept him in all the leagues that I had him. So you could say in some of my leagues, I'm pretty stacked. Um, the Chargers play the Raiders. So I think they're going to have to move the ball to keep up with the Raiders' improved offense. There you go, Uncle Paul, talking <laughs> up your Raiders again. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, Mike Williams, I think definite starter. Yeah, side note, and not just to make your Uncle Paul happy, that Raiders offense, I think it's going to cook. It's, it's really weird saying this about <laughs> the Raiders team, but yeah, I do. Devontae Adams was awesome addition. You have Darren Waller. And Hunter Renfro. Don't sleep on Hunter Renfro. Maybe he should have been a sleeper, but he finished first on their team in receiving yards, catches, and everything last year, and he's a good player. Mm-hmm. So you know they're going to try to cover Adams or Waller. They cannot cover all three of them. No team out there can cover all three of them. That's my opinion. Talking up the Raiders. Yeah, I think it's a good <laughs> year for them. Good year for Carr. Uh, my fire starter guy, Brandon Cooks, drafted as the 20th wide receiver on PPR. Um, how does he not get better from last year? He finished 20th last year after missing just one game, but he had 134 targets, and I think he gets better. Davis Mills gets better. They have a, get a stronger connection, and they're he's going to be on fire, especially in your PPR leagues. I'm I'm really comfortable in a PPR league having Brandon Cooks as wide receiver one against the Colts because they're going to have to pass to keep up with those Colts. I think, mm-hmm. and I just I really like that Texans team. A lot of people sleeping on them this year. That's another team that I think is probably underrated. I think so. Yeah, um, Lovey Smith. I love Lovey Smith. I know you do. I wish he was still the Bears coach. And I just, the players love, if you talk to, you know, talk to like Brian Urlacher, ask him about Lovey Smith. The players love Lovey Smith. They love the Lovey. They love the Lovey. Absolutely. And I just, I think he's going to have this team doing better than people expect. So 
Um, so let's go ahead and just move on to our sleeper wide receivers. This, this is a great segue into my sleeper, Darnell Mooney. Yes, the Bears. This is there's no way to say this without it coming off as a diss on our Bears, but. <laughs> I think he's a sleeper because the Bears have, like, two targets, and Mooney is one of them. <laughs> Very <laughs> so, true. So, like, just to like just show you, like, the last four weeks of last season, Mooney was ninth in the league for target share at 27%. He was fifth in the league in route participation. So, basically, he's always on the field, and he's being targeted a lot. He had an ADP of 30th at wide receiver, but I, you know, I think he's definitely worth throwing in there because who else is, are the Bears going to throw to? Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you don't have to be on a good team to put up good fantasy football numbers. No. Uh, Allen Robinson is exactly. one of them. You know, mm-hmm. he he was a wide receiver one, um, put up wide receiver one points on a Bears team that was not good. I think you're absolutely right there. Mooney's going to take over for that. Mooney might actually be a little better because I think Fields is better than what we've had in the past. Or let me let me take that back because I don't want to diss on my boy Trubisky. I think Fields is in a better situation as far as the coaching scheme goes. There you go. Um, Luke Getzey as our offensive coordinator coming over from the Packers. I just think he's in a better position. So that's going to help Mooney. My sleeper, Marquise Hollywood Brown. Listen, Arizona plays Kansas City. And if you're like most people, minus me, you think Kansas City is going to be the same old Kansas City, light it up. Um, and so Arizona's going to have to pass to keep up with Patrick Mahomes. A.J. Green is old. I hate saying it, but he is old. He's not very relevant. Hopkins is suspended. Brown's the new guy in town, and I think he is good for some really big plays. I think he's gonna—he's a fast guy. He's going to mm-hmm. get downfield. Kyler, I'm not a huge fan of Kyler or either. Bleh. Kyler either, but he can sling it. Um, Hollywood's been drafted as the 25th wide receiver, so just outside of your wide receiver two. I think in week one, he's got wide receiver two floor, wide receiver one ceiling. Yeah, and I don't think Rondell Moore is going to be much of a threat to Hollywood's ceiling. Agreed. All right, Miranda, let's move on to tight ends, right? I mean, I know your Aunt Jill said that you absolutely have an elite tight end. So what? Can we stop talking about my – we need to stop talking about my family members. Hey, Miranda's Aunt Jill uh, makes some very fun comments on our podcast. but I you love know, her. Love you, Aunt Jill. And we appreciate her listening, so – who is your elite tight end for the week? Obviously, it's going to be Mark Andrews, another stud, and he's playing the Jets. Need I say more? <laughs> <laughs> Again, the Jets are 32nd in the league for defense, and it's Mark Andrews. I told everyone to invest in your tight end, and I was talking about Mark Andrews. Yeah, Um and if you listen to our tight end episode where Miranda said to invest in tight end, then you already know about my Pitts passion. Yes. So Kyle Pitts for me, the Falcons are going to look better than people think. I It frightens me how much of a Falcons um, fan I feel like I'm becoming this year with Pitts and Mariota and Drake London and Cordero Patterson. I think they're going to be good. Um, and they're going to want to turn Pitt's lack of touchdowns. They're going to want to turn that around right away. Cause last year he just had one. 
They're going to want to turn it around. He's going to finish as a top three tight end. Um, so, yeah, Pitts for me. Uh, for sleepers, who you got for a sleeper tight end? For sleepers, I have Isaiah Likely. I realize he's tight end number two behind Andrews, but hear me out on this. Hear me out. Beat reporters who have watched practices wouldn't be surprised if he's the third most targeted behind Rashad Bateman and Mark Andrews. I like it. Uh, I really like you having Mark Andrews as your elite tight end fire starter and likely as a sleeper. That is, but I, I agree with it. I mean, also just going back to what we've had said this whole time. Sorry, Brandon, but the <laughs> Ravens are playing the Jets. The Ravens might be so ahead, they might not need to play Mark Andrews in the fourth quarter, and that would give Isaiah likely even be more likely <laughs> to have more targets. I see what you did there. <laughs> I like it. Um, I'm always down for a good pun, and you know it. Oh, I know it. The dad jokes are real in this house. Yep. <laughs> My sleeper tight end. Okay, so we talked about Mooney as a sleeper, right? Who's Fields' next option? Komet. Cole Komet. He looked great in preseason. Eberflus wants them to look good in his debut. That's every coach. Every coach, when they take over a team, they want to look good, right? Luke Getze, he wants to look good after leaving the Packers because most people would say, you're leaving the Packers for the Bears? Really? He is. Luke Getze gets it. I had to try to outpun you. It didn't work as well. <laughs> I think Matt has a big game. He was drafted as a tight end 12 for ADP. He's going to have a top 10 week. He's going to be, a, he might be a top 10 all year, I think. So um, I know it's a homer pick. We well, love our Bears, also, right? Also, I said that Mooney was one of two targets, and my, our second target is Komet. Yeah, no, absolutely. So. <laughs> uh, yep, I agree. So uh, we're going to step away one more time for some ads before we come back and talk about what we're drinking. Give a little uh, history lesson on the chicken cock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's give a shout out to Run Your Pool. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game under the sun from Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. And we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. Hop in now to reserve your spot. $500 cash to the winner plus $250 gift certificate to that awesome new SGPN merch store to the winner. Sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. Let me tell you what, one of my favorite things, one of the favorite features or contests, if you want to call it, that they have on Run Your Pool is a fantasy football survivor. So you know how your NFL survivors work. You pick the Bears to win one week. You can't pick them the next week. It's the same thing, but with fantasy football. You set your lineups with your quarterbacks, your running backs, your wide receivers, but you can only use those guys one week. The next week, you got to pick all new players. What a twist. I'm there for it. Anything that adds more strategy, anything that makes me think more, you wouldn't think that'd be the kind of thing I'm into, but it is when it comes to fantasy football anyways. So make sure you go over there. Try it out. It's insanely fun. Sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. What is Odds Trader? 
OddsTrader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has the bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. No longer do you have to open every single app or website to see uh, if you won your bet, to see which which book has the best lines, to see where you want to even place your bet. They have handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores and bet tracking, player statistics, key game statistics, projected game day weather. Bet Tracker allows you to keep record of all your games and betting activity. When we went through and we were looking for the sleeper picks or even just our fire away picks, you know we were looking at Odds Trader. You can click on any game, and I could see that the Jets were the 32nd team um, in the league on defense um, against for points allowed per game. Or I can look at the Lions and see that they were 31st, and I can see that they're playing the Eagles, and the Eagles were first in rushing yards last year. It has all these statistics you just click the game. It's all there. It shows you previous matchup history. There's so much you can do for your betting advantage, your fantasy football advantage, everything. Go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Again, that's oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All righty. This whole time we've been drinking our old fashioned with chicken cock bourbon. We hope you've been drinking along with us. Maybe some chicken cock, too. Um. <laughs> I don't know if my brain is mature enough for this. I'm like a high school boy giggling at chicken cock. Okay, so maybe I can help you mature a little by giving you some history All right. on chicken cock bourbon. You do that, I'll drink. Um, if you go to chickencockwhiskey.com and you look at the chicken cock story, Justin, make, stop it. Make sure you put the whiskey in there or it's a totally different website. <laughs> go on. Okay, <clears throat> there is just a ton of great information on the backstory. There's been a lot of research done because this, as you are about to find out, um, used to be a Prohibition era whiskey um, that has been brought back. So anyway, go to chickencockwhiskey.com, look at the chicken cock story, get a lot more information. I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version. Um, so yeah, this is known as the famous old brand it was established back in 1856 in paris kentucky back then the distiller was james a miller and he made chicken cock whiskey and it was a type of whiskey unique to the bluegrass region <clears throat> it became so popular in the late 1800s that other distilleries were trying to imitate it and they had to go through lawsuits people were copying the bottle putting the, their like a similar label on their bottles, not the same whiskey. It was a very popular whiskey. During the 1920s, it was a staple in speakeasies and was the house whiskey for the Cotton Club, one of the most famous speakeasies. And during that time, it got a nickname. It was known as Whiskey in a Tin Can because they literally smuggled it into the speakeasies in tin cans. Nice. Today... Chicken cock is making a comeback after not being around for over 50 years. I think it, it faded out in the 1950s. They're, the distillery, I think, burned down, and then they just never um, brought it back. The current distiller has done a lot of research on the history of 
distilling whiskey and some of that prohibition era stuff. Um, so he learned about chicken cock and he wanted to bring it back. And yeah, so they've kind of modernized it, um, but kind of stayed true to that history of the chicken cock. And it's a small batch craft whiskey. Bert. So, oh, go ahead, Justin. Oh, I was going to say that's all very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, I didn't know most of that. Just a little behind baseball. A lot of times, Miranda does the research on our bourbon. I just drink it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but this uh, one definitely. There's so much. Like I said, go to chickencockwhiskey.com. Look at the chicken cock story. It goes on and on, Justin. Yes. Stop it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> chicken cock is another term for chicken. <laughs> I know. I'm aware. Um, a, co- a rooster is a cock. When Miranda <laughs> called me about this one because she was planning on getting it, she was reading the back of the bottle and it said something about, uh, well, being named after the Cotton Club, but me being hard of hearing sometimes, thought she said the Cock Club because she had already told me it was chicken cock. And I was like, well, of course you want to get that one, the Cock Club. <laughs> this tells you that Justin knows nothing about speakeasies. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, and you guys can't you you can't see us. I'm sitting across from him, and he's just got this smirk on his face, and he's laughing. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help it. Um, okay. But while I've been giving everybody a brief history lesson on chicken cock bourbon, what have you been tasting over there? Yeah. So, for the first time in old-fashioned football history, I'm not a fan of this one straight. I, I'm not. It is harsh. Okay, and I cheated because while I was doing some research on this, I read somewhere um, if you put a couple drops of water, so I added a couple drops of water to mine. Any harsh whiskey, that is a good idea. And, yeah. and I wouldn't say that it's harsh. I would say that it has kick. It, yeah. It is not a mellow, like, but it's I don't, not a mellow bourbon. It has some kick to it. It has strong flavor. Yeah, I don't mind a strong whiskey. This one just... Um, it's, it's not for me straight. However, it's not all negative because this really, that strong taste, that strong kick holds up very well in my old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some whiskeys, we've talked about it in previous episodes, some whiskeys or bourbons you put in your old fashioned and they, they really kind of lose themselves. Right. Like this doesn't. We talked about Ocean's Age at Sea. It's yeah. one of my favorite bourbons. I drink that straight. I think it loses itself in an old fashioned when you start mixing yep. other flavors into it. You are right. This chicken cock is not one that's going to lose its flavor. It is there. Yeah. But the, I feel like the old fashioned, like it makes it, I do agree. It makes it more enjoyable for me. I don't know that it is one that I would, it's not like a, go, it wouldn't be a go-to if I wanted to drink bourbon neat. Um, but I will say I added like four drops of water to it. And started around, and I, I think it like it helped me. It made it way easier for me to just drink it straight. But again, I'm not saying this is a bad bourbon. I think it's a very good bourbon. Do you, do you remember the proof on this? It's I think it's only ninety. Yeah, mm-hmm. it drinks like a a one ten to a one fifteen. I would agree with that, but it drinks like that, but not as I wouldn't say it's as harsh as a one fifteen. We've tried a one fifteen and it was pretty harsh. I guess it just depends. But this is made very well. Yeah. Um like I said, it's just and not everybody likes every bourbon. I'm sure we've done some that y'all are listening and going, Ooh, I don't really care for that one. And that's all right. This one's just it's not for me straight. 
I would absolutely have it in an old-fashioned or any mixed drink because I think it's really going to stand out and keep itself. So let's talk about what are you tasting? Yeah, so it's hard for me to tell what I was exactly tasting because it, it does really kick. and I think you know, it, But there is some sweetness there too afterwards. It kicks. I, I get sweetness with water. When we first yeah. tried it, Maybe not, but I did. I didn't get sweetness. Um, I got. I got the kick. You know, this is a consumable flammable, as I've said before. <laughs> These are consumable flammables, so they do shock your taste buds. Um, she told me to try this. I'm going to try it and stop yakking for a minute. Yeah, just try it. Try it with a few drops of water. It's different than what you have in yours. I'm still just not a fan. Okay. It's very nutty. <clears throat> it tastes very nutty. I think. Can't have the cock without the nuts. Touche, <laughs> touche. Actually, though, yeah. I don't know. Kind of vanilla. A okay, little bit so of vanilla. They don't. Um, I'm on their website, and they they don't help my mind when I read this. Um, the elegant flavor profile. Uh, the gentle flavor is a soft tannin start that finishes with delightful toasted oak. And as it slides down your throat, the taste evolves into a creamy, buttery sensation. With butterscotch notes and vanilla wafer finish. So, Miranda, as it slid down your throat, did you get the creamy, buttery, butterscotch and vanilla wafer? <laughs> I just said I, I got the vanilla. <laughs> Justin, you're done. <laughs> He's I'm, cut off. He's done. I'm cut off. Um, but, yeah, no, chickencockwhiskey.com, like she said, uh, a very, very interesting history. I'd say um, this is one of the more interesting histories on, on a bourbon that we've mm-hmm. tried so far. And it I is just, very, very good in our old fashioned. It is. Yep. That that would be my takeaway is if you want to try chicken cock, you're fine to try it on your own or on its own. But I highly recommend it in a mixed drink because that's when it's really going to shine um, because it does. It just really stands out to me. So, um, yeah. Miranda, you know what time it is, right? All right, Justin. What do you have for me this time? Is it going to be good? It's 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 going to be something. It's going to be something. We're still if you've been listening to us and following us, we're still on auditions for Justin for getting getting us a mailroom intro. The mailroom audition um, continues with this. You've got mail. for you do you I remember mean, the old dial-up yes that takes me back i just sitting i don't know what some was of that? our audience is going to be lost on that one because they never had dial-up because they're young i think i was but in definitely lower elementary school you not so much <laughs> you're such um, a youngin <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that takes me back i think we're gonna annoy the heck out of our listeners if that is our intro to the mailroom so, you know, I cut it down. This was like a 30 second clip and I God. cut it to like seven <laughs> Thank seconds you for cutting it down. <laughs> because if you had dial up, you know, it was not that quick. No. You had the <laughs> and sometimes you have to like redo it like it didn't connect. So you're sitting there again. <laughs> yeah. And then we got the famous AOL. You've got mail. <laughs> so that that's I, what I came no, up you, with today. Next Keep, week. Bring me something else. The search this is, is not the search is back this on. It. This oh. is you, you got a laugh out of me. But this is not our mailroom intro. We're we going, are not doing that. We're going postal. <laughs> I'm going to go postal here. <laughs> we'll find something. All right. What is our first question? Who who brought us the question? 
Um, well, before we have a mailroom question, I guess we have a trade analysis. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, the trade was David Montgomery, who was a $16 contract and rolls into next year as a $21 contract. Next year's his last year. Okay. Traded for Gabe Davis, who was drafted this year for $30. So that, that's our first trade analysis. David Montgomery and his contract for an uncontracted $30 Gabe Davis. All right. Before I can do any trade analysis here, I need to know who had what for wide receivers and running backs. So, the person giving up David Montgomery. Give me their other running backs and their wide receivers. All right. For running backs, Aaron Jones, Cam Akers, Ramondre Stevenson, and Damian Pierce. And okay. for, for wide receivers, Debo Samuel, Adam Thielen, Christian Kirk, and Russell Gage. Okay. All right. Um, Are you laughing at that wide receiver room? <laughs> it looked like you were. Sorry. Let's continue. Um, team Gabe Davis. The team giving away Gabe Davis, what did they have for wide receivers and running backs? So for wide receivers, they had Terry McLaurin, A.J. Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown, Jalen Waddell, Rashad Bateman, Kadarius Toney. Jesus. Yeah. that's a, But I think they fell asleep a little bit on running back because they have Damian Harris Kenneth Walker, and Naheem Hines. Okay, so this trade, it's obvious. One team helping the other. The team giving away David Montgomery, really lacking in the wide receiver, but some pretty good running backs already to be able to give up David Montgomery. The team giving up Gabe Davis, stacked at wide receiver. I mean, let's look at those running backs. Hines and Kenneth Walker, I mean, Hines is back up to Jonathan Taylor, Kenneth Walker back up to Rashad Penny, Damian Harris being the only, was that just three running backs? Just three running backs, okay. yeah. And, and, and see, Damian Harris, I think he's good, but mm -hmm. I, there are some talk that Ramondre Stevenson, who's on the other team, might take over that job or at least in PPR have a better fantasy football year. And then just to go back and look at the team getting Gabe Davis at wide receivers, Debo Samuel, that's great. Got a top wide receiver. But then you go to Adam Thielen, Christian Kirk, Russell Gage, and that's it. When I mean, there is some good running back options on that team, but I do feel kind of weak at wide receiver. Gabe Davis, he had a record four touchdowns in a playoff game against the Chiefs last year. Yeah, the last time he was on the field for the Bills, four touchdowns. Josh Allen making it happen. Um, David Montgomery, I think he's a great running back. There's been some talk that he's not fitting in with our offense, and I say our offense being Bears fan. <laughs> um, th yeah, there's talk that he's not fitting in as well with as Khalil, as Khalil Herbert is fitting in. David Montgomery, how much did you say he was? contracted for $16 um, and then next year he will be still contracted for 21, 21. so hypothetically uh, we don't know what's going to happen this season David Montgomery might be just fine in our Bears offense but let's say Khalil Herbert fits that RB1 position better um, then you the person getting Montgomery is going to have him at $21 next year that's 10% a little over 10% but basically 10% of your budget. 
for somebody who might not be a starter, um, Gabe Davis at wide receiver. How much did you say he was? $30. $30. No contracts. So you could keep him at $30. I think, I mean, Gabe Davis has a lot of outlook for this year. Um, a lot of positive outlook, that is. I think that could be a good contract option, but that is a, you know, $30 of a budget. Um, part, overall, I think this is a solid trade. I think it helps both teams out. Yeah, I think this is a really um, one of those scenarios. You know, I hear a lot of people, why do I want to trade? Because I don't want to help uh, the other teams out. Um, and there are also people that believe there are no even trades. This one seems pretty even, I think. Um, I think you and I probably both believe in David Montgomery. Well, yeah, being a Bears fan. I think the only part of this trade that might not be super even is the contract part. But I think, I don't know, looking at like this year, I mean, four wide receivers, one really good wide receiver there, only three running backs, two are backups. That's not a good, you don't have a good roster of running backs there. So I think this is a good trade. All right, and the the reason that I was asking the opinion on this one is this is my trade. I made this in our Rumble League, which I am the returning champ. But as you see from my wide receiver room, I'm a little thin. Very. Very thin. What were you doing? I don't know. Missing out on wide receivers, apparently. Um, this This league really frustrated me because I've done a lot of auction drafts. I've never finished with $42. I finished with $42. That's a that's a draft fail. It is. It is. I So I kept a lot of players, and I thought, oh, man, I got all these players. This is going to be great. Until you realize, oh, I only have six positions to fill, and I already bid on three different guys and won them, so now I'm very limited at what I can do. But, you know, I like Aaron Jones in a PPR league. I think he's going to catch a lot. Um, I think Damian Pierce is going to be the rookie of the year, to be honest. Cam Akers in the Rams offense is good. I think Ramondre Stevenson, like I said, I'm very high on him PPR-wise. So I was comfortable giving up David Montgomery because I think he'll be on my bench more weeks than not. Mm -hmm. And I really needed the wide receiver help. And as you know, you've heard me talk about Gabe Davis and how I didn't get him in one league, and I could have just bid a little bit more. Because I was saving money for Brian Robinson before he got injured. Brian Robinson went to me to me for a dollar in that league. And I could have bid on Gabe Davis. And I was so pissed I didn't get him. But I got him now. So, I, I mean, I like the trade for both teams. Um, our next question is another trade question. This is from Mike Tyler on Twitter. He wants to know who would win this trade. Okay. I don't have any... Um, information on if this is PPR, Dynasty, nothing like that. The teams, all I have is the who's in the trade. Team one, DJ Moore, Lamar Jackson, and Brees Hall. Team two, giving all that up for Najee Harris. Who wins the trade? Okay, DJ Moore, wh wide receiver one for the Panthers. Lamar Jackson, I mean, that's Lamar Jackson. Brees Hall, I think he's, correct me if I'm wrong, Justin, but he's RB2 right now for the Jets. They did still say Michael but, Carter's going to start. Okay, so I think it's just because of some of our more, like, leagues that we're in with some of our friends. We probably know the only Jets fans in Iowa, and being <laughs> Iowa fans, um, Brees Hall um, going to the Jets. They, 
our friend Jet fans, <laughs> they think that Brees Hall is going to be the man. So I think I've just heard a little bit of biased hype on him. Um, Najee Harris, though, he's Najee Harris. So assuming the team trading all of that, all of those good players for Najee Harris, who is top running back. He, he went he went he was a top running back drafted in some of our leagues. Yep. Top um, three in all of them. I the think. Top three in all. But I did see him go for one of the top dollars in one of the leagues. Yep. So <clears throat> assuming the team giving up DJ Moore and Lamar Jackson and Brees Hall is super weak at running back. Maybe, I mean, but you also are giving up Brees Hall, who has potential there. I don't know. I think the team who's gaining DJ Moore, Lamar Jackson, and Brees Hall, assuming Najee Harris wasn't their only really good running back, is gaining a lot there. Yeah, I guess if you're desperate at running back and you have – maybe you drafted Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. or another good quarterback and you have a wide receiver room you're happy about, so you just really want Najee Harris. But looking at it, I think the DJ Moore, Lamar Jackson, Brees Hall side wins. Whoever's getting those players, I'm saying, yes. wins. Because DJ Moore is going to put up enough to be at least, I think, a wide receiver two each week. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, to me, is a top five quarterback. And Brees Hall at Iowa State, I mean, he was a good running and receiving running back. If he develops and they they do start him over Michael Carter after four or five games, he's you know he's going to be a legit starter. So I think you're giving up a lot. I love Najee Harris. I drafted him in a lot of leagues, but I do think you're giving up a lot to get him. And we don't know if this is a keeper league or not, but like having Brees Hall, if that's potential keeper league, the potential for him to move into that RB1 for the Jets might be there. So that might be, you know, I mean, I feel like the Jets really rely on the run. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm only giving up um, – I guess I'm only giving up Najee Harris, too, though, if I have little faith in Steelers' offense this year, mm-hmm. which I don't. So I, I don't like the trade overall, but I do think the person getting the three guys is getting a better deal out of it. Yeah, I, I would have to agree there. Without knowing more information on the side that's getting those three and whoever the team getting Najee Harris, it's really hard to make the final determination of yeah. But, but it does seem weighted. This yep. trade seems very weighted. Agreed. Agreed. All right. So our next question from your Uncle Randy, uh, making another appearance, his second appearance on the pod in two weeks. Um, <laughs> he uh, he did send this last week, but I thought it was a good start-sit type question for week one. Feel free to send us any of your start-sit questions. But anyways, your Uncle Randy, three-time champion in the last four years, has Austin Eckler as his RB1. He was planning on Elijah Mitchell as his RB2, but he's a little concerned with the injury. Would you start Chase Edmonds or Corderell Patterson over Mitchell, or would you run with Mitchell? I, I, I'm i going to go ahead and take the lead here. We talked about Patterson already and how much he's fallen, how much mm-hmm. doubt there seems to be on him, but he finished ninth last year. Now, Elijah Mitchell, he did very well as well. He was injured some, but with that hamstring injury that he has, I believe it's his hammy. He's questionable right now. He is questionable, and they may decide to only give him a limited carries to make sure he's healthy. Um, Playing that vaunted bear. Okay, we're not a a good defense, but we have a lot to prove (laughs) on defense, I think. 
Um, I think Eberflus is going to have the guys fired up. He's a defensive coach. Mm-hmm. I I really like starting Cordero Patterson. I I just I love his upside. Like we said, we think he has RB two yeah. upside. I definitely think you could start Cordero Patterson over Elijah Mitchell. I like I said when we were talking about sleepers, he is my sleeper at running back this week. And if you believe in Marcus Mariota. Yeah, I, I I just think that that's a good choice. Yeah, that offense, I, I think they're going to move the ball. Mm-hmm. And Chase Edmonds is intriguing, but we really don't know who how that backfield is going to play out. I think it's going to be a shared backfield with Raheem Mostert, um, but I would wait on him. Leave him on your bench, see how it goes. So I think we're in agreement on CP, correct? Yeah, as a, I think he definitely could be. RB2, definitely uh, flex. All right. We got one last question. It's the CP show because Stoner Rogers on Twitter must be a Packers fan. Maybe, be. maybe not, but. or maybe doesn't <laughs> like Rogers. I'm not sure. <laughs> Is that a diss? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they say, "Who do you flex?" And the choices are Robert Woods, Cordarrelle Patterson, Chase Edmonds. Those two must have been drafted together a lot. That's the second team in a row here with your uncle Randy. And that constitutes a lot for you. <laughs> well. Two of two of two what we've read today. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Robert Tunyon, tight end for the Packers. Who do you flex? Well, um, I have always been, I know you are on the opposite end here, but I've always been a fan of Robert Woods, but I don't know. I think his ceiling is a little lower here. We just did the CP and Chase Edmonds comparison. You all know how I feel about Cordell Patterson right now. And then Robert Tunyon, tight end for the Packers he's coming back from a torn ACL isn't he he is he is so is he is he good is he question isn't he questionable he's questionable okay. I don't think they've said whether he's good to go yet or not yeah and then even at that like I don't know that I if I was gonna f- put a tight end tight end in a flex position I don't know that it would be if I drafted two really great tight ends, I might consider flexing my second tight end in that position. I don't know that I would flex him. Obviously, I feel like everybody knows where I'm leaning here. I would put Corderell Patterson in your flex. Have I not said it enough? <laughs> I absolutely agree. I don't like Bobby Tree. Um, I already talked about Chase Edmonds. I Who knows what Tunyon's going to do if he plays? Um and so, yeah, I like Bobby CP. Tree. I just caught that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um, I like CP here. You said if you had two good tight ends um, in my league from Monday morning, you know, I went to a live draft. It's the only live draft I do anymore. Every, you know, they're always online. Mm-hmm. I love a good live draft. Uh, my keeper was Mark Andrews. And in the third round, I took Kyle Pitts because mm-hmm. you can put a yep. tight end in the flex. And I just... I love looking at that. I love looking at the fact that I have Andrews and Pitts. Anyways, that's the last of our questions. Murr, do you have anything to add? Actually, I do. Okay. What are we drinking next week? Oh, you are right. We have a very, very special guest. A liquid guest, but a very <laughs> special guest. Um, so after week one is over, tune in Wednesday on Whiskey Wednesday. Come down the rabbit hole with us as we drink rabbit hole high gold from rabbit hole distillery we're very excited to talk about them they sent us the bottle uh to try on the show it's not one that you or i have tried before no so i'm really excited it's one i've wanted to try same yeah seen it on the shelf just 
Yeah, I'm excited that is in our bourbon collection. Yep, yep. And we're not going to... This is... So the other ones we've kind of had before, you know, a lot we were pulling from our stock. This is brand new. We're not opening it until the start of the show. I might even pop it on the microphone and pour it yes um at the beginning of our show because this is this is going to be a special episode kind of dedicated to rabbit hole so so good luck in your matchups nfl fantasy football is here Woo! yeah this is what we've prepped for and you have to come back you have to come back next week for our special guest um the rabbit hole join us go down the rabbit hole of fantasy football Don't forget, follow this channel, subscribe to SGPN Fantasy Football, all that good stuff really helps us out, so make sure you follow and subscribe. Miranda, do you have anything to add? Nope, and this old fashion is just about gone. Going once, going twice. Sold. Old Fashioned Football.